It's Men's Month at Shekinah. Join our elder Kent Seaman as he ministers from the sermon topic, Life's Lessons. This Men's Month, our theme is the value of the loss. The scripture is Luke 15, 11 to 24. Come with me as I take you on a journey. I'm on my way home, minutes from the house. I see something in the road. It was getting a little dark. What it looked like was a phone case. I quickly put my van flashes on and ran over to pick up what was in the road. I was in the van with my middle daughter. When I returned to the van, she said that she did not see it, what I saw. It was a new iPhone, you know, the $1,200 one. Thankfully, it was in good shape. There were no cracks. The battery was very low. We took it home and charged it. My daughter saw a baby picture as a cover picture. She said she believed she knew the area where the owner of the phone lived. So on our way, we went looking for the young man. Thankfully, we found the owner. Well, after all we had to do to find the owner, he didn't have much gratitude for us going out of our way to help him. I also recall another time when I found a wallet in the road. I picked it up, opened it to see who it belonged to. I called the owner, went out of my way to meet with him again. He didn't show any thankfulness towards what I had done for him. And the wallet had money, cards, driver's license, etc. in it. All was returned to him safely, all, including the money. Sometimes I think the test to see what I would do. About a month ago, it happened again. What do you think you would have done if you were in the same situation? <laughs> what would you do if there's lost items? Well... Let's get to the text. Our theme is the value of the laws. My topic is life's lesson. My three points are, point number one, the moment I want. Point two, the moment is gone. Point three, the moment it's over. Point number one, the moment I want. I want to read St. Luke 15, 11, and 12. Here beginneth the reading of God's holy word. 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons. 12. And the young of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. 
May God add a blessing to the reading of His holy word. Right away, I see a clear picture. The young son had seen how much his father had put aside or stored up. He wanted it now. He wants what is for him, just like some today. They watched their family work hard to pay off the mortgage on the house. Even though the children haven't helped with the payment, they feel they have a right to the house and the bank account. I've heard of stories where the children have talked their parents into turning the house over to them while they are alive. To their own demise, some children then charge their parents rent to stay in what used to be their, their own house. May God have mercy on those who do to their parents this deed. Verse 13. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. In verse 12, both sons received the father's portion given to them. I wondered what the older son done with his portion. Stories have been told about persons receiving great amount of money as long as you have money, many find the way to you. When the money is gone, so are they. Not a true friend at all, but a user. This story is so much like today. Many leave Bermuda, get on a plane to maybe somewhere in Rio de Janeiro, and soon as the plane lands, they start partying. No one knows them there, but they will help you spend your money. They are in such a danger and don't even know it or care at that time. This is riotous living. The word riotous comes from the Greek word, asophos, and it means disordered, rowdy, turbulent, unruly, disorderly, lawless, out of control, and violent. This kind of living will reduce your living to dying. Riotous living will bring about death. Point two, the moment it's gone. Verse 14, and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. There's a saying, easy come, easy go. I don't know how many people remember that. So many, they get it easy. It doesn't even mean anything. They just use it and waste it. Well, in a very short time, it's gone. What now? He's already gone from his hometown. Hmm. Listen, the devil wants you alone and nowhere to go. He had gone from a blessed family in a blessed place to this. Just think. He could have received his portion, but stayed in the safety of his family. Things would have been so much better for him. Does this sound like today? Hmm. 
I've heard some say, I want my own apartment. Wow. <laughs> what they don't understand is, with that apartment comes lots of bills, like rent, electricity, food, phone, transportation, gas, and the list goes on. Something you just move out and it's just going to be smooth sailing. No commitment. Verse 15, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him in the fields to feed swine. Just think, the younger son is feeding the pigs. <laughs> I could not help but think about what kind of relationship this young son had with his older brother. Maybe he could have connected with his brother during this desperate time. Verse 16, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Hmm. Don't you think what the devil would do with you? When you leave the ark of safety, hmm. even got you to the point of wanting to eat pig's food. When your heavenly father has a cattle on a thousand hills, why would you stoop to the swine when your father wants to bless you bountifully? Take a moment to think. The son spent all he had eating and drinking with those people. But now no one would even give anything back to him in his time of need. See, if you give to them, they ain't worrying about you what they can get from you. They don't care about you. So be careful. And those try to come up to you like they're their friends because you have a little something. Don't fall for it. It's only a trap. They were not his friends. They were his enemy. Who knew how to take and leave? you hanging in the time of need. They know that. They had no interest, no interest in him at all. What can I get from you? Verse 17. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I believe at this time, the young man could have sung this song. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place. Where I first receive you, take me back, take me back to Lord where I first believe. I go it. Take me back. What he wouldn't do for a hot plate of food right now. Just like today, some have departed from the safety of their home. Not just the house, but the house of the Lord. My. So you're a double whammy. You left the safety of your house of the Lord and you also left your home where those were caring for you. Wrong path. Yet just as the prodigal son 
The doors are always open for your return. Don't wait too long. Verse 18. I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Arise from the Greek word antistemai. And this word means rise up from lying down and to rise up from the dead. The son was in many ways, he was dead. And he wanted to be alive. He wanted to live again. This young man could do a lot in teaching some today. So many people would never come back to themselves and ask for forgiveness. Instead, they stay out there in the pig's pen, getting deeper and deeper into sin. It takes a real man to say, I'm sorry. I've done wrong. Forgive me so that I can move on to victory. Point three, the moment. It's over. Verse 19 to 21. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. The son said he was not worthy, but the father showed him how valuable and worthy he was. This is what so many of Bermuda sons need today. They need their fathers to demonstrate to them how valuable they truly are. I take my head off to the father because he never stopped looking for his son's return. And also he had no pride and was able to make the move to run and meet his son and kiss him on the neck. What love. What a love the father has for a lost son. That's the moment. It's over. The son is no longer lost to his father. The song is no longer lost in a strange land. The song is no longer lost to the value that he is to his father and the value his father is to him. That's a big difference. Not too many have that opportunity to make right what is made wrong. Verse 22 to 24. 22a. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe. These words were saved for special occasions like marriage ceremonies, weddings, manhood ceremonies. The father found this day so special that he dressed his son for the special ceremony. No money was spared as his son had returned to join with his family. 22b, and put it on him and put a ring on his hand. The ring has no beginning and no ending. A complete circle. It's a bond. You can't, you can't break it. You try to break a circle. It's impossible. If it's joined together fitly, you cannot break it. Many have tried. 
It's almost like an egg. You're trying to squeeze it. It doesn't want to give way. 22C. And shoes on his feet. A question. Where was the son's shoes? Maybe things had gotten so bad out there that perhaps he had to sell them. Perhaps they were broken somewhere along his journey. The dead had thought about everything, even the covering of his feet. 23. And bring Heather, the fetid calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. The father picked out the best call for the best occasion. This was the best of times. 24. And this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Hmm. Just think how we would feel if our sons had no food to eat or a place to sleep but on the streets. My heart would be grieving. It really bothers me that some fathers see this happening and it doesn't even concern them. I have to wonder, are they truly the father? Are they the real father? Do they know something that the son doesn't know? To not have a care for the life that's supposed to be theirs, that God has given them to bless, and they don't even care about it. That troubles me. It's men's month. My heart would be made glad to see men taking their young and their older sons and bringing them into the house of the Lord. Not only bringing them into the house, but joining in with them as Christian men, leading the way. Trust me, they will be glad if they could see you giving praise and worship to God and your God and your Savior, Jesus Christ. It takes a real man to stand up and be counted for the kingdom. Don't turn Jesus away. He is here with open arms. Lost but found. That can be you today. May God touch your heart. God bless you.